it's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. vegans hello vegans hello fanny pierre how are you hello i hope you Fanulous. can hear me i can hear you sort of it's gonna work out everything will work out just fine so fanny um i'm glad you're here i heard you had a wonderful halloween party already i did this is the same and you look party. like you're dressed for halloween yes i'm a i'm dressed as a kid is that what you wore i'm a kangaroo you're dressed as a gremlin are you dressed as gizmo the gremlin no, I'm a kangaroo. Oh, you're a kangaroo. Okay. You're a kangaroo for Halloween. Are you, um, you know, I, I heard that lots of kangaroos are killed for Adidas sneakers now. So I think that that's, do, do Aussies love kangaroos? I know. Well, kangaroo you I decided that I was going to dress as a kangaroo and say to people who are like, but it's not a horror thing. I was going to be like, this is my last day as a kangaroo. Tomorrow I'm going to be an Adidas shoe. Oh, I like that. <laughs> my last day as a kangaroo. Tomorrow I'm going to be an Adidas shoe. Yes. I like it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Did you, do you, do you, is, is kangaroo your favorite animal? No. Uh, today my favorite animal is Faye. She's my little puppy. I don't know if you can see She's her. She's your little puppy. Yeah, we just adopted her from a shelter. Uh, she's yeah. shy and she's pretty tired right now. But we she's went. Shy to and the, tired. Yeah, we went to the West LA shelter, um, which is a shelter where you can go and you can adopt dogs. And uh, it's different from the rescues. Uh, when you go to rescue, yeah. uh, you have to like pay a lot of money. And these dogs are more like breeds and puppies, like little baby dogs. But our dog, she's two years old. Uh, she's been spayed. They microchip her. So it's a, it's it's cool because when you go and you adopt a dog from a shelter, um, like she doesn't pee inside. She's already trained and everything. She's awesome. already trained and she doesn't pee. I mean, how can it, it can't get much better no. than that? Yeah, she doesn't pee inside. She, she, uh, yeah, she understands everything. She already recognizes her name. And, uh, yeah, when you, when you have a dog that you don't have to go through the whole stages of training them for potty, this is great. I love it. I, I wish that I, I, well, I, I probably won't be having a dog in my life anytime soon just because I have to like, well, I'm traveling, obviously. People keep on asking me, what about my pets? And I'm like, ain't got none. They'll, they'll be all right. I only have a girlfriend and she misses me, but there's no one else. No one else no one else alive misses me, Miss Karina. Well, the thing is, because we travel to Belgium a lot, because this is where I'm from, and because we also go to Massachusetts to visit Jess's family, we needed a dog we were going to be able to bring with us. 
So the only criteria we had was we wanted to find a dog that was going to be under eight kilos, under, mm -hmm. I think, 17 pounds to make sure that she could travel with us. Because same thing, I don't want to leave her here when we're traveling. Yeah. Do you have, are you going to uh, feed the dog wild earth dog food? We are actually. Really? Are, yeah, because we went to that store. There's a store at the end of our street. And the guy was like, he was like, oh, a, a vegan dog. Okay, well, I would not recommend all the brands because I don't think they all do a great job. But I'm going to give you the best brand that that is really good for dogs and all. And this is the this is the brand that. And they give you Wild Earth, really? Yeah, that's yeah, a true really. story. Yeah, for real. That's, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard I heard from somebody else that um, there are other plant-based dog food brands, but those other plant-based dog food brands still test on animals and Wild what? Earth doesn't. So pretty cool. That's crazy. That's crazy. Why would they yeah, do I mean, that? It's so crazy. The whole thing, the whole pet food industry, I've learned so much this month because, because of Wild Earth. But like I didn't know. It's so sickening, right? So in order – you feed it, most people feed their dogs other animals and then they the dog food companies put those animals into they turn them into dog food and then they have captive beagles that they force feed and then yank the food out of their throat every um every half hour or whatever to see how digested it is and these poor beagles are, are never going to see the light of day. They're always going to be in laboratories. I mean, how sickening is it to like, I want a pet dog. So therefore I'm going to kill all these other animals throughout the course of his life. And I'm going to torture other dogs. Like it's so yeah, I, It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no. any sense because let's say it one more time for people in the back. <laughs> Veganism is not a plant-based diet. It's a non-violent philosophy. Woo -hoo. You know, I think a lot of people aren't understanding that at all, especially lately. I feel like everyone's picking a side in wars and everyone is like, like, um, I stand with this crowd or I stand with them or I stand with them. And it's like, uh, I think as vegans, the only thing you should be saying is, hey, um, I'm against violence. I stand yeah. with peace. I stand with peace. That's all. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Doesn't make it's pretty sense. simple. Mm -hmm. It should be a pretty simple idea. What's up, Sky and Kangaroo? <laughs> hi witchy <laughs> yeah. yeah so what i wanted to say hold on i wanted to say something about the food please i please. was we were super excited because we brought we brought faye her name is faye like a fairy in french mm -hmm. uh, so we brought faye home and they didn't have food at the store he had to order it because they usually don't have vegan food at the store right yeah so um we bring her home and I was super nervous that she was not going to eat. The paper said maybe for three days she's not going to eat. But we gave her tempeh and she ate it. I don't yeah. think she ever had any vegan food, but she ate the tempeh. <laughs> and then I gave her vegan mac and cheese and she loved it. <laughs> and dogs then will eat. Yeah, dogs will eat mostly of what you give them. Like they'll they'll eat pretty much. Anything. I mean, I, I tried raw carrots, raw celery, and raw apples, and she's like, no, thank you. No, no, no. But, uh, the tempeh and the mac and cheese, she loves it, and the wild earth thing, she loves it, too. I, I've seen lots of dogs eat broccoli. Yeah, we haven't tried yet. We Yeah. 
<laughs> I've seen dogs eat. There's things I've seen dogs eat. Uh, but you know, dogs will eat almost anything. They're they're called omnivores yeah. for a reason. Um, they'll eat whatever comes their way. It's just about vitamins and nutrients at the end of the day. And if you can get that into their body, they'll feel good. I'm super happy. So that that's great. So why, another Wild Earth co customer, wonderful, right here on Vegan, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, so did you um, I, I I did you see what uh, what's going on in Acapulco? What's happening there? I, I I keep on seeing that you know they're saying only 29 dead with this hurricane, but. I'm also hearing that there's bodies all over the street and I'm just shocked about that. And I'm, I'm, I can't, it's, it's hard for me to stop thinking about that. And I wish there was something I can do. And you know that there's a million pets that haven't been saved and, you know, uh, down in Acapulco. And it's, it's, it's frightening to me because that's just South from where you are. It's only, you know, a few hundred miles South. Well, maybe 600 miles South from where you are. Yeah. No, it's really sad when there isn't, I mean, you know, earlier you were talking about people sharing their opinion about war and there is one side yeah. that, that is right and the other side is wrong, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's always hard when it's humans hurting each other because you're like, oh, if they're hurting other humans and killing them, how are they going to understand mm -hmm. we should not even kill and hurt animals, right? It's yeah. Like, so hard. But when it's a natural catastrophe, it's like, the, the other thing we see is like, okay, we're saving everybody, all the people, which is great, right? Yeah. And we're not saving any animal. And that's always like, if you've seen uh, footage of the war in uh, in Ukraine, it's mm -hmm. crazy to see the, the hundreds of dogs and cats and all pets that are in the street that people just left them. Yeah, um, because they don't allow them. They don't allow them in the shelters. They don't allow them on the buses. It's humans only all of a sudden. because And it sucks because it's humans that are causing the problem, right? The animals, they didn't start this war. They didn't start the fight. Yeah. And yet they're the ones who are going to get left behind and have to fend for themselves. It's so messed up. Yeah, it is very messed up. And it's funny because if you really think about it, I mean, I think from what I observe that we are the only species that differentiate uh, the um within our different races mm -hmm. like, of course because if you see birds it doesn't seem like certain race of birds attack no. other races of birds <laughs> or like that a dog is gonna attack another dog just because they're not the same race right and it doesn't make any sense we're the only species that does that and it's it's kind of curious like why is it that we give so much importance to people's culture origin skin color gender ethnicity well yeah everything it's like it doesn't make any sense like no. why is that so important and we end up killing each other over it it's pretty horrible and like you know i i saw this thing that it's been bothering me lately because i i've seen now because i'm going to a lot of college campuses i see a lot of pro-israel i see a lot of pro-palestine marches and i see the marches and they're, they're both claiming the same thing and um, but the Palestinian sometimes I'll see the Palestinian uh, activists and they'll say from the river to the sea. And when they say from the river to the sea, that means um, we're going to kill all the Jews. That's what that means. And so it's really shocking to me because I haven't seen that in so many years, like from the river to the sea. Like, that's what that means. It means wipe out all of the Israelites, <laughs> anyone from all the Israelis. And it's like... Um, it, it's so shocking. 
I don't know. I don't know how we're going to get through. And it's sometimes I feel weird about talking about animal abuse when there's people on the same campus promoting violence. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm here, I'm going to campus to campus to talk about nonviolence and to stop abuse, but there's people literally promoting violence while I'm doing that. And it's, it's hard for me to, um, I don't I know, it's hard for me to reconcile that. I think it, it, I mean, you can look at it a different way. Um, you can say, well, I am doing the like the opposite of that. So wherever, if you weren't there that day, all that anyone would see is just promotion of violence. Yeah. And now you are in a space where there is on one hand promotion of violence. And on the other hand, there is someone who's like, hey, what about we care? Yeah. About we decide to work together. It's interesting because I think it's something that actually can be taught to like, because with me, when I see this conflict, I kind of reduce it to like a conflict between two people. When you're in a marriage, for example, like even if sometimes you're wrong, it doesn't really matter. Or mm -hmm. if you're right, it doesn't really matter because what matters is that we stay together and we talk about this thing and we try to make it work. And it's so interesting yeah. to me how often when I'm in a heated uh, like conversation or so, I have to remind myself and to say out loud, hey, like we're working together on this. Like mm -hmm. we're not in a fight right now. We're trying to find a solution together. But it's so easy as human beings, anytime you're in a conflict to be like, it's me against you. Mm -hmm. instead of like it's us trying to fix something where we both disagree and we have yeah. to have an understanding right and I'm, like problem solving like problem solving uh salute like trying to find solution oriented uh management i mean it's what you're talking about right hey we have a problem let's solve it together rather than it's me versus you yeah because and one of us has to win and I feel like if you don't tell the other person, or in this case, if nobody on each side says, hey, how can we make this work? Because one option for me that doesn't exist is this ending in a divorce or in a war or in whatever. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, this is mm -hmm. not even an option. So let's see the other options of right. how we need to make this work, no matter what. You think you think that we would be doing that? I mean, it's interesting for just our for our thing, right? Because like sometimes I guess what I have to be looking at is that, yeah, there's enough people out there promoting violence and some of us have to be promoting peace because right now I don't think that there's enough people promoting promoting peace and promoting nonviolence and, and compassion. And that's I what I want to do, you know, yeah. um, I think I think it's great. And I think it makes a lot of sense in today's world. And yeah, it's it's something that we need right now. Um, if I can plug myself for a second, that's why I decided to change yeah. kind of my orientation. Like I'm an actress. I still want to be an actress. I love acting. But as an actor, you rarely choose the projects you're going to work on. Mm -hmm. and for example, a year ago, my yeah. agent found me a project where he was like, oh my gosh, this is a big part. It's with the most famous French actor, amazing uh, duo of directors. They've won so many prizes, blah, blah, blah. And I have a callback. Mm -hmm. So I did a good job. But the problem is the whole movie is about 
oh, poor little farmers not being able to make end meat, it ends meat, you know, mm. and blah, blah. And I was like, even if they pick me, I'm going to have to refuse. I cannot do a movie that promotes the the raising, farming of animals. Like, I can't. Right. I told that. The, the poor human, the poor human can't make ends meet murdering animals. Poor, poor guys. Exactly. And, and my agent was like, come on, it's with this famous actor. You have to do it if they offer it to you. And I was like, I'm sorry. And from that time, I started feeling so uncomfortable being like, as an actor, I really don't have the choice sometimes of the projects that are offered to me. And now my goal is to be able to be like, what do I do with my life that makes sense? And what makes the most sense is to promote mm -hmm. nonviolence and promote veganism because I think it's kind of the only movement that's 100% nonviolent and oriented to anybody. I think so too. I totally agree. So today I um I'm in I'm in Salt Lake City. Have you ever been to Salt Lake City? Nope. Salt Lake City, I thought was gonna be so conservative and the Mormons and the whole thing, but it's so much fun. I really love this town. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard of it now. I remember heard of Salt Lake City. Yeah. Yeah. I went to the tabernacle. So we went to go see the temple because like when you're here, you're supposed to see the temple. And so the temple had uh, scaffolding all over it, though, because uh, they're making an earthquake safe. Uh, it's pretty it's a pretty uh, gigantic undertaking. They're, they're doing everything. And I was I was really uh, so we're, we're going up and I'm like, oh, we kind of we can't really see it. but That's OK. Let's go look at it. And all of a sudden, this old lady comes up and says, hey, you're, you're late for the recital. And I was like, we're late for the recital. You're like, yeah, it's almost over, but you can see the end of it. If you want to go in, go into door number 13 of the tabernacle. And the tabernacle is a really famous place. The Mormon tabernacle is a big place where they have a giant choir space and a massive organ, like an organ that's bigger than any organ you've ever seen. It's got to be one of the biggest organs in, in, in the existence of the world. And so we go in and there's a lady playing the organ and it was such a magnificent sound. It moved me. I was like, holy shit, this sounds like God talking this, this organ. Cause it's just air going through pipes and the sound but, is. But the, was the person a good player and was the organ in tune? Because you would hear death. <laughs> when we go to Belgium, there is a church right where we stay and yeah. the organ they're playing is not in tune and the guy doesn't play well and just goes crazy over it well this is the world famous mormon tabernacle <laughs> like it was you in mean, tune you mean, you mean my church in belgium is not famous i know it's not no. <laughs> we're talking a, an incredible size organ like Hold on, I, I've got to show Where's you. Where's the thing. photo? The Where's the photo? Come on, Mormon Tabernacle Organ. Thank you. Someone loves my costume. What? Thank you. Me too. I love All right, it. I found it. Where's the organ? Let's the see. Mormon the Mormon Tabernacle Organ. Come on, Oregon. Come on. We want to see. Here we go. I'm going to show it to you, and you're going to see it right now. What's now. that? I missed it. I was going to say now and you were going to This is this this is how big it is. 
Yeah, but proportionate to it? what? Proportionate to what? Is it the city underneath it? No, Do you see the on. little white dot? Hold on. Yeah, a but second. expand one big photo because I can't. Okay, see. I'm trying to show you. Look, see that little white dot right here? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, here's one with all the people. It won't let me it won't let me make it bigger for whatever reason. Hold on a second. What's happening? It's not it's not enjoying world famous Salt Lake Tabernacle. World famous Salt Lake Ta Okay, do you see the size of those people? Did Google crash? Um that yeah. is the, there, there you go. That's a perfect hold on a second. <laughs> Here you go. To see it now? Oh wow. Yeah, they're yeah, oh yeah, this is big. That's gonna be bigger than the one in in, in Belgium. Okay, you win. Yes. All right. <laughs> That's like a couple hundred humans around the organ. It's yeah, like, it's a huge organ. Is that where Daredevil fought Bullseye? <laughs> yeah, this is where Daredevil fought Bullseye, maybe. And in, 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 uh, yeah, picture it didn't happen. It was amazing. It's a giant fucking organ. And, we saw the them play just one person, no choir, just one person playing. And it was pretty remarkable. And what did he play? Did he play church? So songs? there's there's the organ. It was amazing. What's that? Did he play? What kind of songs did he Ooh, play? Oh, you're frozen for me. Oh, no. Am, am I here? They played... Um, Oh. Moving, moving, godlike mu music, music for the god. For it. Mm. they played music for the Latter Day Saints. That would be nice if That's they. That's the type play. of music they played, yeah. and it was very, very beautiful. I couldn't believe it. I... It could be nice if they would play Darth Vader's song. Ta 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 ta. Ethically ta, based exomnivore. Can you hear me, or am I frozen? Is anybody having? Is anybody else having a hard time hearing Fanny? Fanny is Fanny is breaking up. Fanny's breaking up. Damn it! No, no I'm not. No, I'm well, not. Well, I wanted to say another thing anyway. Let's see. Okay, tell me when I'm back because Fanny. To me, we can hear and see Fanny fine. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, I can't hear her at all, but everyone else can hear her. How interesting. <laughs> So I'm just going to comment on what Sky's saying when he can can't hear, hear me. And I'm going to make jokes on whatever Sky's saying. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't hear me. Okay? So they can hear me fine and they can hear you fine, but I can't hear you. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Sky went to church and didn't start a fight. Well, to be, to be fair, Vic... I didn't go to church. I went to the tabernacle, which is open to the uh, open to the public. So they they allowed me in. It was pretty good. Of course, they allowed <laughs> him in. Say, make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't hear great. me, great. I'm glad that everyone else can hear. If you can't no, to hear me, me, you're frozen right now, but I can hear you a little bit. Let it go. That's okay. Let it go. Oh, now I see you. If I'm frozen, I'm and gonna now you're sing. Moving. <laughs> You're not frozen anymore. Okay, now you're good. perfect. I was going to sing right, over you. I was going to sing over you, you. That's it. That's all right, because I'll tell you what else I did. So I went to the Tabernacle Choir, and it was amazing. It was it moved me. And imagine what that would be like in today's world, right? And so then I walked out, and these eight and these missionary people, 
there okay for some reason all of the missionaries in salt lake city are young beautiful women and i think that's intentional because they're trying to escape polygamy have you seen the show I've I've not seen the show, but it's a, it's a show on Hulu, and they're trying to escape polygamy. Come on, Sky. Yeah, but like the it was very funny that every and they come and they're like, "Hello, hi," and it's all these bubbly young twenty-one year olds or nineteen. I forget how old they have to be when they do their mission, but it's like between nineteen and twenty-one, I think. They're trying to and, recruit you, so they're yeah, they're trying to yeah, yeah. yeah, right. But they came up and they said, oh, hi, did you just see the, the the organ? And I said, yeah, what's going on with your church? How come it's all like ripped up? And they told me all about it. And they said, what's with your what's with your monkey shirt? And I said, well, there's monkeys being tortured on campus right here. And we're trying to do something about it. And they're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. They don't say, oh, my God. They say like, oh, my goodness, that's crazy. They, you know, they don't curse and they don't say. They say Holy oh cannoli. Yeah, they say, they say they say they say gee willikers yeah exactly i always love the mormons though i always have a good time with them but anyway they were like and i said well yeah i i'm doing this we're going from coast to coast talking about animal rights it's a lot like your mission and they're like it is like a mission and i said i know we're on a mission or mission to help animals nice i i'm sure it's because you cried when you were watching the guy playing the organ that they were like we can get this guy yes they that's what they thought they said they said wow this guy really is crying he's bawling his eyes out because of the organ music we need to get him on our side he is definitely mormon material exactly that's the they first had no idea that <laughs> The first quality is that you have to cry when the organ comes on. Yes. So then today we went we went to the cemetery in Salt Lake City and we saw Lily Gray's grave. And Lily Gray's grave, wait till you see what it says. It says, Lily Gray, victim of the beast 666. <laughs> <laughs> victim of oh. the beast. Oh, she did it. She definitely tried to escape polygamy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. They, <laughs> in 1958, she died. There's lots of there's lots of ideas about why she says victim of the beast. Why did some, Why did her husband put victim of the beast on there? Did she, um, but was she born on the first? Uh, was she die? Did she die on November first? November 14th, 1958. Because this is plugging my November first thing. You know, November 1st is the Day of Vegans. It's like National Day, World Vegan Day. National World Vegan Day, yeah. National. Are you, doing, are, you do, are you doing anything special for National World Vegan Day? I'm going to start my channel. That's that's what I'm starting officially. What are you going to start with? What are you going to start with? Well, you know, the basic. Uh, hi, I'm Fanny. I'm starting this channel. Please come join me. This is my family. Here is Faye. That's what I'm going to talk about on my channel. I'm going to talk about veganism. I'm going to talk about eco-consciousness, uh, environment, and I'm going to talk about vegan recipes that taste like meat. Vegan recipes that taste like meat. Yep. Eco-feminism. No, no, no. Eco-environmentally something. 
eco-environmentally something. <laughs> and vegan. It might be feminist because I'm a woman, but it's not going to be the the thing of my channel. So you'll be you'll be doing feminist stuff, but it's not going to be like the main focus. No, I mean it's just because I'm a woman. I guess this is feminist, but there's well, does I guess like you don't have to be a lot of like I don't think Lauren Bobert's a feminist, is she? I don't know. Sometimes you should brief me on whose name you're going to bring up during the show. Because if I don't know them, I look like a fool. Lauren Bober, she's a she's a congresswoman. Ah. She just got in trouble because she was um, she's a hardcore Republican who talks about family values. But oh. someone caught her on camera jerking off a guy at the Beetlejuice. Uh, he, they were watching Beetlejuice in a public movie, like a, not a movie, a uh, yeah. The, the musical theater, like a, like a Broadway show, and she I was mean, vaping. Yeah. She was vaping during the show, which is like I think people need to die who do that. Like during a show, if you're vaping, and I'm like, I, mean, I disagree with the vaping. You can do whatever sex thing you want with whoever you want. Be free, but then if you're going and being like to other people, you can't do that, and then you do it yourself. It's like get yeah, a line. Yeah. Cognitive dissonance. Get aligned with whatever you say and your I actions. Guess, I mean, I'm I'm okay with everyone being able to do whatever they want to do, but um, like if I'm trying to watch Beetlejuice at the musical theater, I don't want someone getting jerked off next to me. Like that's not cool. Either, but maybe that was a fantasy of hers. In that's not. I paid a lot of money for these tickets. I Come don't on, have give to her a break. Everybody, has, everybody has done little sex things here and there that they were not supposed to do. Not in full plain sight of all the people and with someone taping it. And like, I mean, if you are doing it where everybody ah. could see. Come on, Sky. Someone's asking for the video. We want proofs of whatever you're saying. Play the video. <laughs> we want to see her vaping. How can you do both? How can you be vaping and jerking someone off? Over. And watching Beetlejuice. Three things. She's really a woman because she can do three things at once. Uh, she can. She Well, they were doing a lot in the in the two-hour show. Let's see. Bobert okay. caught giving handjob in public theater. I'm going to say that one of her quality is probably multitasking. Really good multitasker. But maybe really good not, multitasker. But really not good at hiding whatever she does. Oh, and not she's good not at good. At... Okay, here we go. You're about to see a wee bit of that right here. Basically, she was being disruptive the entire time. By the way, also on the way out, she uh, she like was arguing with the people and gave <laughs> the finger. Anyway, but here's the part which became the most viral for obvious reasons. This is what went down. Watch. All right. Um, for everybody just listening to this podcast. He's grabbing style, her breasts. You have her date is feeling all up on her titties. Uh, he's got the hand going full effect. Her hand is on his dick. Look at, she's, she's got, got both, both hands, hands on his dick. dick. All right, let's. So, I mean, we can say whatever we want. They were both really having a really good time. time. So hands all up on the titties, her hand all up on his dick and balls. There's one. Now we get the other one. 
All right, this okay. is turned into a point. This is this is the Republican the Republican family values, gays are bad, Trump is good, everyone is this is this is the Christian right wing. This is the well, right wing. I mean, if I want to play a devil's advocate, um, they always tell have a lot of kids. Well, they were for playing for then going home and having the actual sex and try to bring more life into this world. Isn't that's exactly right. No, so so what did I just join? Yeah. <laughs> so Lauren Bober is getting hanked off, getting honked off while watching Beetlejuice. Sounds like a grand time to me. It was Beetlejuice live performance, guys. It wasn't the movie, which I don't know that that makes it better. But I, mean, I, I just, for me, like, I'm confused because I don't see what's exciting about Beetlejuice. Like, if you were going to see a show with, like, sexy, handsome people, like, doing something, like, you know, exciting or so, but Beetlejuice, <laughs> like you get aroused by Beetlejuice. Like that's the most confusing part for me. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either, but here she is, Representative Bobert. <laughs> but thank, thank you, Sky, for bringing this wonderful woman to my attention. I will make sure I can follow whatever her next uh, things are that she's doing. Well, she's from Colorado. Let me see. Here she is from Colorado. There's Lauren Boebert. She is uh, comment sparked backlash, criticized those. She's oh, she's all for AR-15 rifles. Hi, like, Karina. Even though there was a shooting, she's really into to AR-15. She thinks more AR-15 rifles is the answer. Yeah. So if she doesn't like the show next time, she's just going to kill the people on stage. That's what she's into. Yeah. Oren, Lauren Opal Bobert, Colorado's third congressional. No vegan haunt. We're just talking about her. She's not vegan. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why Sky jumped on that story. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Lauren why Bobert is boosting her primary challenger. I guess. So I guess. The relationship with veganism and her is cognitive dissonance, which is a thing that people do a lot in the world yeah. where they see something and then they act differently. They say, I love animals, and then they kill them, eat them, and they're super happy. She says, we should all be respectful people. We should behave appropriately. And then she goes in the show and in front of everybody, she has sexual so. Yes. She tells everyone else that she – it's like people who say they love animals and then go and kill them. It's just, it's just hypocrisy that I, I like to point out. You know, it's, it's just – and it's funny. Come on. I mean, it's current events. And also, um, you know, uh, jerking someone off in a theater, it's a vegan. It's vegan. That's a vegan thing to do. But um, <laughs> no animals were harmed. You know that a friend of mine, speaking of like vegan things, a sexual blah, blah, or non-sexual, but you made me think of that. Um, mm -hmm. A friend of mine one day asked me if when you're breastfeeding your baby, it's vegan. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, are you, are you laughing? Like, are you joking? Is this serious uh, yeah. conversation? And that it, because, you know, we talk about vegan all the time. We are always around vegan people. So we, we know a lot about this topic. But I still realize all the time being on set or being with people, having conversation that 
you must have that now when you're telling people. Yeah, I mean, I was just you, you just made me think of something how like, well, um, I'm against slavery and people will often say to me, well, aren't we all slaves who work in offices? If you work, aren't you a slave? And it's like, no, because nobody owns you. Yes, sometimes it might seem like you're a slave. Sometimes it might seem like you can't get out of the system of the, this oppressive system of capitalism. Sometimes it might seem that way, but nobody owns you. Not really. And so, no, working for at Walmart is not the same as slavery. Yes, it's not the same. <laughs> you still have free will. If tomorrow you say I quit, you quit. Yeah. You're and you grow. could and you could go live in the mountains by yourself. There's all sorts of you still have of a, a, a degree of I love, a degree. I love that your first option if you don't want to work at Walmart is you go live in the mountain. No, what I'm trying to say is if you don't want to work at all, if you don't want to work at all, yeah, you could. You could you could you go could. off into the forest, yeah, and find yourself a little place that you're not bothering anybody, make yourself a teepee. You could do it. No one's going to go bother. I mean, you might um, still get in trouble, but if you do it long enough. I just don't know how to make a teepee. So what am I supposed to do? First learn, before you quit your job, learn how to make a teepee. <laughs> and fire and drink water. Yeah. <laughs> All of those things. I mean, there's ways at the end of the day, no, it's not the same thing, but people ask me all the time, like, well, you're against slavery, but then you work. And it's like, Oh my God, you don't know what slavery is. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's the same thing with that. Well, is breastfeeding vegan? You, me saying no. you shouldn't be raping a cow is not the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's like, it just, why I brought this up is to show that it's like, because when I, w when I was like, oh, I'm going to start my own vegan channel like there is already so much vegan information out there so many voices am i gonna bring something new or interesting you know and i was like wow actually if i really think of it there's still so many people who don't know and maybe totally. i'm i'm gonna bring the topic in a way that they are gonna understand it and that they never did before yeah. you, you never know so one thing i wanted to say today on the 1st, November 1st, it's going to be International Vegan Day. World Vegan Day. World Vegan Day. And if you are listening to, uh, listening to us today and you do not have any like activism that you're doing as a vegan, even if it's just talking to friends or sharing your experience or whatever, please do it. Please do it at least on the first because oftentimes, and that was something for me, I didn't think my voice was going to be more interesting or whatever, but it's not about that. It's your voice is unique and your way of explaining veganism is going to be unique. No, no one else can understand why you became vegan. And thus, it's going to be interesting if you share your own perspective with other people because you might affect someone in a way that you don't know. And they might become vegan or they might think about it or they might consider different things and learn more and go somewhere else. So please, even if you're not an activist, you're a pick me vegan and you're afraid to say that you're vegan and try to ask other people to be just on that one day. Talk about it. Thank you. That was my moment. I like it. 
do something on November 1st. Also, it's going to be the beginning of No Shave November, and I always stop shaving in November and start talking about men's health because November is the only time we're allowed to talk about men's health, so I'm going to do it all November long. So it's only for men. I can still shave. You can still shave unless you want to support men's health awareness. Yeah, but then I cannot wear shorts anymore. And I live in L.A. In November, it's still hot. You can still wear shorts, but then when someone asks you about your hairy legs, you say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it in solidarity with men to raise awareness about men's health. Please go get your prostate checked, sir. Okay, I'm going to do that. You can say, <laughs> please get your prostate checked, sir. Or uh, you could say, um, please, you know, go get your colon examined, sir. Yeah. But get your colon. Yeah. This is the first cancer that's killing people today in the world. Sky, you can shave. I'm not gonna save. I'm not gonna shave for November. Yeah. <laughs> Karina. Karina is like, Sky, you can shave. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Karina, I support you, Karina. <laughs> Ladies have cleaner mustaches. Karina just likes the mustache, but she liked the beard. When I had a beard, she liked it. So you know, she always, she just doesn't like change. She didn't like the mustache either until, until I, and then I had it. And then she's like, I love the mustache. Well, you know, you said she doesn't like change and I'm like, sure. Some people have a really hard time with, it's just fishing. Let Fanny wear her bikini down. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the support. Or I'm Yeah, gonna that's great. Except or I'm going to have to wear my onesie all November so nobody can see my legs. Because some people are comfortable with their body hair. With me, I prefer my legs non-hairy. It's a personal preference. <laughs> see, well, people I, even, you, yeah. even in Los Angeles, even in Los Angeles, they don't wear bikinis in November. Come on, Sky. They can. Do you ever go on Melrose Avenue on Saturday afternoon? It's the fashion week every week. And people wear bikinis. It's the fashion week every it's a fashion week. It's a fashion week LA every week. I'm gonna put the, yes. the link in the show notes in the in the chat, see if anybody wants to join us. Um oh, is yes? Fanny a dog at Elwood's organic dog meat? No, she's a kangaroo. I'm a kangaroo. You cannot see my my but it's there. It's there. My the little pouch. Right? But I have a Your dog. Joey pouch. I have a dog on my lap, so I cannot stand right now because she's sound asleep and we don't want to wake her up because otherwise she might have to pee and I might have to go. So does she uh, just do you, do you have you been taking her out? Have you been meeting new friends? Uh not yet, really. You have three types of people walking their dogs. The people who don't want to talk to you, even if your dog interacts with their dog, they still do. Oh, really? <laughs> and then you have people. Yeah, exactly. They're like, mm, mm. maybe they didn't brush their teeth. You know, whatever. Uh, hi, Karina. Yeah, this is Faye. This is Faye. She's so good. And then you have the second type, the people who uh, will totally ignore you and cross the street when they see you arriving. <laughs> And then you have the third type and the third type, they'll tell you everything about their dog and they'll ask you everything about your dog. That's the three type. I, I like, I like all three types, but uh, so have you, have you not met the third type? Because then those would be your new friends. In, once, in your neighborhood. once, but I was kind of far from my neighborhood. We were on a big walk 
and uh, that lady was super nice and all, but we kind of, it's far. Does Faye have a long, a long walk? She likes long walks. She is a whatever, I think, terrier, Jack Crystal mix. She's a mix. We don't know what she is. But she loves to, like, hunt and, like, smell things and run after squirrels. And, yeah, yeah. Is, she's energetic. She's energetic. That's always good. Everyone loves having an energetic dog around. Um, why is she dressed up like a kangaroo? Because um, it's a scary costume. It's her last day as a kangaroo. Tomorrow she'll be a pair of Adidas. I'll be dead tomorrow, and I'll be shoes in yes. in Australia. And um, so, did you have you done any fun vegan stuff? Have you have you have you have you torn up a uh, have you gone to Jim Henson lately? No, we have not really done any activism. I kind of consider adopting Faye at an actual shelter, a little bit of vegan yeah. activism. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's kind of how we've been busy with this. And I've been prepping my uh, channel. I've been prepping my content and learning. Oh my gosh, I'm doing a training for social media and how to be an expert at social media and posting and everything. I'm doing that right now nice. in, in order to do more activism later. But cool. yeah, that's where I'm going right now with this poor squirrels. Honestly, the squirrels, they were ready to go at it with Faye. Of like, course, because she's tiny. I have a video of the squirrel coming and being like, what What do you want? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Adidas, Adidas in German, where it comes from is Adidas. Yeah. I say in French, we say Adidas. Yeah. That's so. closer to German. Yeah. We have nerds like us ready to join. You ready? Yes. Nerds like us. Hello. How are you? Hi, nerd. You're still Hello. muted, nerd. Hello, nerd. Yeah, I think Australia says Adidas as well. Adidas. Adidas? Where's yeah. your costume? Um, it's at the shop. <laughs> no costume. Your costume's at the shop. I was gonna wear a costume, but I left it in the truck, and now I feel bad. But I have one. I have one for. I have a Groucho Marx nose and glasses that I was gonna wear, but I. I don't think I'll be able to wear it the whole time. Um, I. I mean, I think it'll be really fun to go. I, I. I. In Salt Lake City, there's lots of my colleagues are going to a zombie prom tonight. Uh, I will not be going. I'm gonna try to get some stuff done for the channel and everything. I thought that. I want to stay home, stay home at the, at the hotel. Um, nerds like us, did you do any kind of activism or anything kind of interesting for the, uh, the vegan movement this, this, this week? Yeah. Uh, I did my first activism on Friday. Yes. Congratulations. What did you do? Um, so, um, there was a, so first we went to a pet store and we did a protest at the pet store because they use, uh, we think they use puppy mills uh, oh. for their store, because uh, they, sell, they sell dogs. Um, so we protest their store and the owner came out and we were arguing with them and it was a lot of fun. And uh, <laughs> uh, he was like, kept lying to us about like, you know, he said that he was trying to save these dogs from other pet stores because this pet store is so great. And we're like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you're, you're buying them from breeders. So, like, so you did activism and you brought friends. Well, I went, I joined. Um, so I joined a group, the Anonymous for the Voiceless. 
and before the cube, they did a protest at the pet store. And then mm -hmm. after that, we did a cube and talked to people about just going vegan. Congratulations. This is amazing. Are you planning on doing other? Well, uh, um, so hopefully I could do with, with them. They said they might go to New York City and do some stuff there. So that'd be cool. That's amazing. How did you feel? Good for it you. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. They they said they were very surprised that. Um, how did you How did you get involved with that? Oh, <laughs> so I was on your channel talking about how I wanted to do activism with you, and someone left a comment on my video. His name is Paul, and uh, he's like, "You should join us in Stanford." And so um, I found their like Facebook link through AV their website and then um they posted they were going to do that event on friday so i, I went down on friday that's awesome congrats it's super fun Thanks. yeah it was, it was awesome yeah it was like there were no people that were like arguing with us when we were talking about veganism like everybody was like just like it was like learning like they're just learning what was happening of course because in the end like that's really something that everybody agrees on is is that we shouldn't hurt animals. Like even people who eat animals always agree that we shouldn't hurt animals or most of them, right? So it's like people are not going to disagree with you if you say, hey, we should stop doing this. They're going to be like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Mostly if it's not directed at them, right? But then if you turn and you're like, okay, so are you going to stop eating? They're going to be like, um, but, mm, uh, you know, um, but most people are going to agree with you. Yeah. We shouldn't hurt animals. Vegan Han said he was nervous. He was nervous his first cube and he was shaking. How did you feel in the moment? Well, I didn't really have a, like an option because we were at the, um, the pet store and I had my back to the store like we were holding signs just facing the street and the pet shop owner came out and he came right up to me <laughs> and he started talking to me like arguing with me and so like I didn't have a chance I just had to start like arguing with him like so like I was just kind of like jumped right in <laughs> and then that, that kind of got me like um oh, I guess we lost the game. And did you yeah, sorry. Go on. That kind of gave me, got me like, um, like used to it right away. So then talking to normal people who weren't like the owners of a pet store were a lot easier than talking to him. <laughs> and do you, do you feel like um, you could recommend a tactic to be an activist? Like, did you discover a way of like communication to a better way to engage with someone to like, have them hear your message, what you want to share with them and all of that. Did you feel like you could give us a tip? Um, well, probably, I'm probably not the best person to ask, but what I did, well, what I saw people, I kind of like watched um, other people. Um, and what we kind of did was we like waited until someone like walked up and started watching. And then we would ask them if they knew what, was going on and then that's how like we started the conversation that's cool 
So you would directly talk to people and you would, you had signs? Did you have signs or? Well, we had signs for the protest and then we put those signs away because those were more specifically for like puppies. Mm -hmm. So then um, we got, we had a TV, they had a TV there. And so they were having, uh, they had it on them and uh, it was showing all of the, um, you know, what happens to but them. That was with, so you did it with AV though, right? Was it AV or were we the free? I forget. Was AV. Yeah, that's so exciting. It's, I mean, it's and you, it's your first one, and you were the one talking, or and that's that's really wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. That's why that's why I'm asking if you have as a first timer, like an a you know, a, oh, okay, for people because a lot of people might be watching this and be like, oh, I would never dare doing this. Not me. I'm not, you know, and, and it's really, anybody is capable of doing it, but it's always like, how do you start? Like, how do you do it when it's your first time? I think I was just, I think I've just watched like way too many outreach videos, I guess. <laughs> so like, I just knew like, um, all of the responses before they said them. So like, I was pretty comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. um but like some kind of sometimes like it threw me up like one guy said um that he knew everything he's like i was like oh have you seen this before he's like yeah i know everything and then uh so like i kind of had to like probe him i was like well do you know what happens with the dairy industry he's like yeah i know everything and i was like well uh why do cows make milk he's like i don't i don't know why cows make milk and so then i told him for the babies i was <laughs> And what do you say? He's like, oh, yeah, I guess I didn't. And I was like, well, how do we get milk? And he's like, well, I think you like, you know, you put that other, like a thing up to them. And I was like, well, first we have to impregnate them. And he was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah, first yeah. we have to rape them and, and, yeah. and kill the baby. Yeah. So did you ask him how he felt about it? Well, he kind of like escaped. Like, he, he slithered away. That's the thing. Even if people leave at some point, which you know is normal because it's a because you just landed a bomb, like you just gave them an information that's hyper violent that they didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. So it they're gonna need time to actually process this because it's very violent. The first time you hear this, it's like what you know, and a lot of people just ignore it. And also, first of all, it's violent. And second of all, they know they participate in it. So oftentimes, even if the information is very violent for them at the moment, and they're like, okay, bye, they cannot ignore that they heard this. Yes, They'll now, have to, they can't unhear it. They cannot unhear it. Mm -hmm. So that's something that that's going to be in their head and they're going to think about it because that's just how we human do. We have more negative thoughts every day than we have positive thoughts. Well, so sure. they're going to be like, what, why is this blah, blah, blah. And if they're a little bit like smart, they can go on the internet and see more. And it's not because you just planted a tiny seed and the work is done. Totally. Did you, uh, was it on private property? Where was, where was the cube? It was right outside of a library actually, but it was like in the city of, um, Stanford. So, um, 
there were people everywhere. There was a McDonald's across the street. Um, there were like shops and like restaurants mm. all around. So we were probably like, we were like in the middle of it, but we we're on like right public outside planet. of a library. So mm. it was definitely in public place. So it was like a really great spot. That is a good spot. I've always I because I, I want to do more because I did one in Denver. And I want to do one at the Irvine Spectrum, but people are like, well, it's private property. How could you do it? I'm like, I see people doing it in malls all the time, in outdoor malls. So I don't see why. I think they'd have a hard time getting rid of us. You know what I mean? It's There's still freedom of speech, even on you know, open air, open air malls. I think you'd still be allowed, but I don't well, know. In life, you can do whatever you want, but then yeah. sometimes it's illegal and you risk going to jail. But you can do it, and then be arrested for it. That's well. First, they have to they have to ask you to leave. They can't just arrest you. They have to ask you to leave. Exactly. So that's the thing. You can do it up until the moment where someone is like, "Can you please leave?" And then if you don't leave, you get out of the law, right? Mm -hmm. But if you, as long as nobody asks you to leave, and you can do something on private property, but it's not, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's um, it, laws are so weird, but I feel like if it's a private property, you still have because uh, churches still give out their stuff on private property all the time. And it's like, OK, like the Mormons and the Jehovah's Witnesses are often in these public malls. So I feel and it says and it says freedom of speech exercise. There's a sign that says that when you see them. So I I, I'm, I think you could do the same thing for our thing. Um I don't know. And if they ask me to leave, I'll be like, well, I'll, in half an hour, we'll be on our way. It's only we're only going to be here an hour. You know what I mean? We'll be here for I one think, hour. See you later. I think I've heard uh, a very vegan mom does it in malls sometimes. She goes to malls, but she goes to indoor malls and they ask her to leave and she has to leave. Yeah. Like she she does leave when the security asks her to. Um, but she does a lot of and public sure parks, too. I'm sure they don't like you filming too. That's how they get you. They don't like you filming. Yeah. But if you're not, because that's how they get you. They say you don't have a permit to film. It's against a lot of film here. And it's not against a lot of do your freedom of speech act, but it's against a lot of film, which isn't protected under freedom of speech. So I don't know. I feel like we should try it. I want to try it. I, I, I really want to do a cube somewhere in Orange County because I've never seen one in Orange County. Can Except we define can we define a cube? Because I'm a very well versed vegan, but I still don't know what that is. <laughs> you want to you do want to describe it, nerds like us? So um, you have uh, people carrying TVs, and they have a mask on their face, and they uh, if you only have two people, you kind of like face them back to back. But if you have like four people, you have like a little cube of uh, TVs mm -hmm. facing outward. So then you like anybody who walks by is going to be able to see the TV and on the oh, TV is uh, animal cruelty. I see. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So you're holding the TV. You have a Guy Fox mask. By the way, Guy Fox is in six days, I think, or seven days, Guy Fox Day. It's um, the 5th of November is Guy Fox Day. And that's the person's mask that you're wearing when you do that, that activism. Mm. 
Yeah, did you know? Um, I not. I'm going to have to learn more about it. 5th of November was the day he was uh, murdered by the state. So, like, he was a revolutionary who tried to blow up parliament to free the Irish. And he was caught and um, hanged and gutted and lit on fire. And on the 5th of November, the English still celebrate the fact that he was caught and lit on fire. It was the day they killed him, is the 5th of November. It's Guy Fox Day. Why are all the international celebrations so based on horrible, uh, hor horrible historical facts? It's, it's, it's incredible. I, I don't know, but, but the 1st of November is our day, so International Vegan Day. Huh? <laughs> That's, do you know why? Because it's All Saints Day. No, it's because it's the day that vegan society was um, created. The November first. I think it was in nineteen fifty something. Nineteen forty four. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It's I the first time. Sorry, it's the first time that they introduced the word vegan. Yeah, forty four was towards the end of World War Two. See, I know history too. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Donald Watson and Leslie Cross. <laughs> well, okay. Now you're just bragging. Now you're just bragging. Come on, give me a break. Oh, vegan give history. I know my history. I know my history. I know I my know. vegan history. You can't. You can't out history you me. Know history. Give me one. Give me one fact. I don't know why they set off fireworks when Guy Fox failed. Because they, because they're burning him in effigy. They light stuff on fire to remind them that he was murdered and burned alive. He was like, they burned him, and so All they right. light, they blow things up. Yeah. I am reminded. We can go to the next topic, and I can stop visualizing this person. It was a full moon, and yeah, I saw a full moon over the Salt Lake as I drove down. Okay, so I crossed the Great Continental Divide. I did that. Do you know what the Great Continental Divide is? No, but you're about to tell me, so I'm all ears. I will. It's it, all uh, you can hop right up. Um, I think it's interesting. So there's a div the divide is in Wyoming, and it goes down south, and you and you cross it at like eight thousand feet, I think, or seven thousand feet, and you come over the other side. Now, what the divide is is that any rainfall to the east of the divide goes to the Gulf of Mexico and anything on the west of the divide goes to the Pacific Ocean. And so that's that's the continental it's like divide. Natural, it's like a natural thing that's like magical where it all goes one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, it's, it's a divide in the earth where everything, all the water goes this way or this way. Isn't um, nature amazing? It pretty, it really is amazing. And, and Wyoming is fucking beautiful. Oh my God. I couldn't, okay. I was like. Tell me more. They had wow. like the rocks standing up, like it looked like it looked like a cowboy movie with like those with those rock formations that people, and then and then the the, the sky looks incredible, and there's snow covered mountains, and you're going, how how is this in how is this possible? And of course, there's lots of cows and lots of signs. Did you, saying did like, you tell me? Did you buy a cowboy hat? No, I did. We stopped in a in a place called something gorge i forget fiery gorge but it was a place where they used to mine or they still mine for coal i want to say but anyway um we stopped in a town to get gas but 
really it, it was so cold and but it was so it was just stunningly beautiful okay, i took where, some video where are the photos because they're coming on my can, channel we can use channel. our imagination but come on well you can follow on instagram they're in my stories uh my my travels i'll take story tra uh, shots but also they are in um they will be there when I when I finally get video edited, so okay. that's happening. And it seems like Karina is not going to be on any of these photos. Karina is in California, as you know. Karina, what are you doing? You're missing out on beautiful landscapes. Come I on. know you could have seen Wyoming. Karina doesn't like the cold, and she doesn't like anywhere except for California. Because, like, otherwise I'd move her to uh, Salt Lake City because I really like this town. Are you still touring with PETA? Yes, I am touring with PETA until November 22nd. So it's still going. Today I'm in Salt Lake City. We'll be in Salt Lake City for three days, then Ogden for two days, and then we are driving, like, 12 hours to Berkeley, California. I'm, I'm kind of glad that Karina wants to stay in California because – Sky, we want to have friends that we can have dinner with, like you and Karina. And if you move to Salt Lake City, that's a way longer drive. You guys should so, move to Salt Lake City, too. I don't think so. I don't know. I already moved to America once. Not America to is a big country. Where's I know. Us? Where are you again? Uh, huh? Connecticut. He's in Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut. I How like Connecticut. You like Connecticut? You've been to Connecticut? Yes, because my husband's brother lives in Connecticut and now his parents too. So you like Connecticut, but you don't like Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is Western. I have never seen Salt Lake City, so I have no opinion, but I think <laughs> that I like Connecticut. Connecticut. They have right syrup. Right now, the trees are. What? They have syrup there, a lot of syrup. Yes, trapped in well, a that's like, uh, New Hampshire's. Oh, what is Connecticut's thing? Live, live, live free or die, or that's New Hampshire. No, that's New Hampshire. Um, how do you? We're like called the nutmeg state. I don't know why. Nutmeg. <laughs> I don't how really do you eat call nutmeg. someone from Connecticut? Do you say? A, how do you call someone like a Californian? Connecticutian, you... a demo, oh. a demonym they call it. A demonym. So, um, what is the people? People from Connecticut call people from Massachusetts mass holes. Yes. That's and true. people from Massachusetts call people from Connecticut, Connecticut. Uh, yes, I've heard that before, Connecticut. That is my favorite, favorite uh, way of calling people. Connecticut. But what is a, what is a Connecticut, a Connecticutian actually, what do you actually call them? But that's how, the Sky, don't ask further. He gave you the name. Connecticut. Connecticut. I think, I think it's a Connecticut, right? Or Connecticut? Like a Connecticut? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Connecticut. You're a Connecticut if you live there. You're Connecticut. <laughs> Is Connecticut as haunted as they say? Yeah, we have a town called Dudley Town. And supposedly um, the whole town like got abandoned and it's a haunted place. And you're not even allowed to go there. Uh, it's like off limits. <laughs> because it's so haunted well they say it's so haunted I'm sure it's like private property now or something like that but... <laughs> <laughs> it's just private property they're just they're just testing on animals there or something it's not uh, like apparently like um, this guy like 
killed his entire family and he hung himself on a tree or something. It's like a big scary story. There you go. Connecticut scary stories haunted in Connecticut. This live show has me going up and down. That's Two minutes ago, we were talking beautiful landscapes of Salt Lake City and Wyoming. And now we're talking about people being hung. Like, come on. Well, if I'm in the room, people are always talking about people being hung. But the... <laughs> um... <laughs> anyway, so I... I, I... <laughs> oh yeah, this is called the Ghostbusters. Thank you, ethically based ex omnivore. Yeah, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. New York City. They're close. Yeah, yeah. they're close. Let's just New York. call them and we go visit that place. The ghost behind us right now. There is a ghost behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in in I went to the I went to the um the cemetery today the Salt Lake City Cemetery and there's lots of um cemetery headstones that say pioneer on them and they died in the 1860s you know because that's when um that's when they came over from Illinois like in Illinois they killed Joseph Smith and then Brigham Young took everyone down here and when they saw seagulls they knew that there's so the the symbol of seagulls and the symbol of beehives are very important here. So everything has a beehive on it. Everything is a hive or a beehive or seagulls because the seagulls, even though we're very we're at like four thousand feet, um, it's still Salt Lake has seagulls, right? Because seagulls don't realize it's not an ocean. <laughs> seagulls think it's an ocean. I guess I don't know. Are you are you insulting seagulls right now? Are you <laughs> no. calling them dumb? they're not smart. mine mine so they have like um so they have golden seagulls all over the place at beehives even like the internet the state highways all have a beehive and on top of their state building is a beehive they're crazy about beehives because the mormons thought that it, it that bees stood for hard work and cooperation and that's like a big thing for the mormons and are you are you turning Mormons? Because I'm Mormon number, right now. Yeah, the number totally. of times you've you've told told that you wanted to stay in Wyoming and Salt Lake City, and you love Mormons. Sky, I'm I'm getting worried. Karina, say something. I'm gonna. I, I'm not. Hold on a second. I'll prove it. I'll be right back. Sky is a seagullist. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that you caught that too because I I, I had to call up to call him on it. What is Karina saying? It's funny because California is... Well, see, this is a beer from from Utah. <laughs> and Mormons Mormons don't drink beer. But this is a Uinta, a Uinta IPA. And you know what's interesting about beers in Utah is that if they sell them in the supermarket, they have to be under 5% or, 5 or lower. And an IPA is usually like 7%. But in in Utah, they have to be under 5%. And I love that. Like, that means you can always drink as much as you want because you'll never get drunk. As if, as if, if you drink seven instead of 5%, there's a huge different difference on how drunk you're going to be. I think so. Between like how many beers? Yeah. Like, if I drank three, five percent beers and three seven percent beers i would be able to tell the difference but here's here here's even more if you want to buy wine because if you drink enough beers 
you're not going to be able to tell the difference. But it takes a long time to drink beer and, and beer makes you full. So it's like, it's hard to drink that much beer at 5%. Oh, I'll so put it in conca- into, into con- Okay. So a Budweiser is 5.2%. Huge. So you have to drink a lot of Budweiser to get drunk. Anyway. I don't know because my friend's Karina and I only drink tequila with her. I don't know about five or seven percent. I go 12, 15. So you can only drink four drinks. I you, oh well I can drink as much as I want, but you know well, no, once you hit the fourth one. See, see, look, ethically best ex omnivore. It used to be Oklahoma at 3.5. That's what the law used to be in Utah. But hold on, there's more. Beer, so if you want to buy wine in Utah, you have to buy it from the liquor store because it's like 14%. You can't buy it at the supermarket. Yeah, well, that's America. Like the thing about the thing about alcohol, where it's like you buy fucking chocolates with alcohol in it and you have to show your id i'm like seriously like i know it's crazy it's a joke come on and then everybody can vape and shoot anybody like come on get this in nevada you have to show id to buy kombucha because it has (laughs) 0.05 alcohol in it i'm not joking (laughs) but in nevada in las vegas i have to show id to buy fucking kombucha, but I can also buy an automatic rifle, a a semi-automatic AR rifle, you know? Okay, well, let's be honest. Who wants to buy kombucha and drink rotten mushrooms? And I picked this this up in Iowa. Nice. It says 75% vowels, 100% awesome. Iowa. <laughs> so, Sky, what was your favorite place so far that you've been um, traveling? Not, not so far in life. So far in your trip with on Cuba. this on this journey on this uh, on this tour. Um, oof. I think it was really interesting to see Detroit. I'd never been to Detroit before, and that was kind of cool. I felt like Eminem going to the eight mile. Like you have to drive on eight mile and you got to be like, you better lose yourself in the music. You've got to ask yourself, go, you never let it go. Whoa. You only one, got one shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, and then you go to Chicago and can I tell you, I think it's really interesting because like in Chicago, I lurs- I listened to Kanye West for the first time since the whole uh, Hitler's okay thing, you know? And I was like, well, I'm in Chicago. Kanye West is from Chicago. I want to listen to Kanye. And <laughs> I see. I see you having cognitive dissonance too. What the hell? What was so funny is like all the people that got on my case like a while back, I, I, maybe maybe like six months ago, I start, I said, hey, you know, Kanye West had some good songs. And I wasn't listening to Kanye West or anything. But people were like, Sky, you can't say that because Kanye West is anti-Semitic. Those same people who gave me shit are are like are promoting violence against Jewish people in Israel, like literally doing that. Like I have never done that. I think it's so weird that six months ago I got shit for saying Kanye oh, West did some good music. Because someone else is doing something bad, so you can also do something a bit less bad. Listening to Kanye West does not make me a 
I'm telling you, if you oh were saying God. Hamas is is okay, you're more of an anti-Semite than Kanye West. Sky, it's, <laughs> it's an honor to tease you. It's an honor. Um, Sky, I just want to know two things in the chat, please. Um, that ethically based omnivore, ex-omnivore says, I'm right, that uh, kombucha is nasty. Okay. No. And um, what did you, what are you bringing, Karina? What is what is Karina's souvenir? Is it is it five percent IPA or is it seven percent IPA? No, when I was in Chicago, I went to Chicago and we we parked right in front of a comic book store, and I just went in. I wasn't gonna buy anything, and I thought, okay, well, I want to get something. I I I saw that they had a Chicago only comic book um, artist, you know, and they had something really cute, and. They had this. It's it's, and I Aww. thought it, and I thought it looked really cute, and I thought it looked like something Karina would like. It's just a special little comic book made by an by a Chicago artist. Because you know what I hate is when people do like they buy things for people that you could buy anywhere. Like what do you? What am I supposed to buy for Karina? What like a? Oh, here's a, a keychain from fucking Utah. Like it's so I'm just, stupid. I'm just gonna say Karina's lucky. Because what you're bringing her is very pretty. Every time my husband goes somewhere, he buys me a coin purse that says, I love whatever town he's gone to. That's a great one. I like that. I have a bunch of stupid coin purses that are not even pretty. Okay, Jess, I love you, but the coin purses have to stop. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) I am done. I want a beautiful card. I got a beautiful card. This is not a card. It's a comic book. Ah, I want a beautiful comic book. Made by an artist in in Chicago. It's called an aquatic panda collaboration zine. And I thought it looked so cute because, like, the thing that sucks is, like, if I buy Karina a Pokemon thing from fucking – it's just another Pokemon bullshit you could buy anywhere. You know what I mean? So I wanted something that was, like, unique – to that place that you can't buy anywhere else. And so I finally found something in Chicago and I think it's pretty, by the way, Chicago is, I've been to Chicago many times. It's such a cool town. It's so cold though. Let me think. So Sky, I have a question. You cried in front of the Oregon because it was so big. Did you cry in front of the comic because it was so cute? I cry all the time. I'm a big crier. (laughs) That's what everyone knows about me. Like I cry all the time. So when don't you cry? I, I mean, when I do the show, basically, is the only time I'm not crying. <laughs> oh, I'm on, glad. I'm on air. I take it personally. Mm, I, yeah, it's good. You should. Nerds, nerds, you should you should take it too. Like, yeah. thanks <laughs> to us. We're giving it the best time of Sky's life. Exactly right. right. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Karina, if you want a purse, I can give you a bunch. Uh, I, have, a I, have a lot of I have a Just, lot of space. I have a lot of space. Coin purse. Why did she? Why coin purse? I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's too not it's too much. I cannot. And also, I don't collect coins. I don't have coins. I don't. I have nothing to put in them. Well, they just keep the coin purses because they're so great looking. Yes, exactly. It's too much. Who who needs coin? It's so weird that they still sell coin purses. Like people carry yeah. around a bunch of coins. Oh. Speaking of my husband, he's very much into coins right now. 
and we've been to multiple pawn shops to buy coins, historical mm -hmm. coins. And it's a thing that people do. I don't know if anybody else but Jess does it here, but that's something people do. People do that. That's true. They collect coins. People collect all sorts of shit. They collect records. People collect beer cans. I knew a guy, he, he used to open up his beer on the bottom because he didn't want to open the top part because he wanted to collect the beer. So he would he would poke holes in the bottom and drink his beers that way so he could collect the beer can because of the of the art. Oh my gosh. Well I collect That's how I choose my beer. Yeah, <laughs> the artwork. Yeah. <laughs> it's a work of art after all. Um you know what I liked? I love I love Denver. Denver is a great town. We did a lot in Denver. I got a tattoo in Denver. You know what I mean? Did you see my did you see my tattoo? Of course I saw your tattoo. It was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. It was a great tattoo. It's a little rabbit. Yeah. Uh, show it. Show it to the world. Of course. It's still like, it's still scabby, but. um. No, yeah. it doesn't look. Yeah, but it's, it's, I could feel it. It's still scabby. But it, in a couple days, it'll be all right. I would show you my tattoos, but I don't have any. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to. Uh, I can get... show you my earrings. I have beautiful heart earrings. Give them back. Oh, that's pretty cool. Did, did Jess get them for you? Uh, give back the purses and tell him to keep his co his own coins in them. There you go. Sky wants a cute tote bag that I can use at the grocery store because I always forget mine. Okay, I'll get you a cute tote bag with an animal rights message on it. I'll find one that has an animal rights message and I'll get it for you. But Karina, if you always forget the tote bag you already have, how are you not going to forget the new bag that Sky's going to give you? <laughs> she always forgets her tote. Like, I always go, like, why are we buying more bags? I don't want to buy bags. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. I bought it. a 50 cent Target bag so I can have it um, on the road. But only 50 cents. You got ink? Yeah, I got ink. Yeah. I got ink from a from a from a vegan tattoo artist who was on the show on last Thursday. It was really cool. His name is his name is Luis Hayes, and he looks like this. That's I saw. Him. I saw it. He's yeah, it's pretty cool. So maybe I don't know. To answer your question, I don't know when I should get a uh, like. I, I don't know what what is my the best town since I've left Virginia. I'm not sure. But I'm trying to take it all in. And honestly, my favorite parts, Fanny, are the drives between towns and how beautiful America is. Because I think America is actually a pretty ugly country until you get out to the nature. Our our natural beauty in America, I've been all, I've been all over the world. And like the dr the dramatic nature that we have is really impressive, like in places like Wyoming and um, Nebraska and where I where Iowa, I mean, it's just they're beautiful. It's just fucking beautiful. And I agree with you. It's it's beautiful. I would not say because I've traveled the world too. I would yeah. not say that out of everywhere I've been, America is the most beautiful. I would not go there, Scott. Uh, what I what I tried to say was that like the dramatic beauty that we have. Like I was because as soon as I was saying because Japan has like pretty startling, beautiful nature and. There's, there, I mean, natural natural beauty is everywhere. 
but I mean, the, the, if we're talking canyons, yeah, uh, stuff like that, the like gorges and this, like, and this, like very, thought, yeah, yeah, it's very impressive. They're very pretty, but um, yeah, it's true. It's it's in America, what nature made is prettier than what man made. Sorry. Man, like every town looks the same. Every town, one thing. Yeah, that's one thing I love about um, about this town is that it does have Salt Lake City has its own character, which other towns, it's just Target, Walmart, Bagel Shop. You know, it's all the same shit. Chick Fil A, McDonald's, it's all Cheesecake Factory. It's all just the same shit in every place you go, and they have all that here too. But I don't know the coffee culture and just like the different breweries and stuff is so cool. PNW is the most beautiful. PNW. The Pacific Northwest. Wow. So like, there's beautiful coastline in the Pacific Northwest for sure. Like the dramatic uh, coastline up there is amazing. It's just like, that's what I mean. There's beaches everywhere. You go to the Pacific Northwest and those bluffs and like the way the, the waves are crashing up. It's just like <laughs> startling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love, I mean, I love nature. And it's true that when I came to America, one of the first thing I did was touring the national parks with friends. Because mm. um, it is pretty. It is pretty. But if you go to Europe, you're more going to go for like the historical monuments. Right. The, people the, have the, made. If you go to Egypt, that's also kind of what you're going to go. Yeah. The sea. Right. Because, yeah, humans make beautiful things, too. I mean, every time I'm in front of a church, any church or, like, cathedral in Europe, I'm like, Ugh, What the heck? We did that's, this? Yeah. That's crazy yeah. that people did that. Or a pyramid. Seriously. Yeah. I, I would say that in, in, in Europe, like, you go to Paris, and they have the same shit we got here. But it's just like, wow, it has its own character. It has its own... Mm -hmm. Um, vibe and everything. I and I don't. You don't find that in towns. Yeah, but everything is different. It's like yeah. the cars are different. Even the toilets are different. Yeah. Totally. That's different. Thank you for mentioning that. I mean, French toilets not the best. No, American toilets mm -hmm. ridiculous. Ridiculous. What do you mean? I don't want. They're too yeah. big. I don't want to go big people. Details, but American toilets, you know, in Belgium, you never have to use a plunger in your toilet. Nothing ever gets stuck in there. Here, it's like, what's That's happening? because you guys are eating all that croissant, all that, all that grease. It's all like, it's just slick. Just real well, slick. I'm vegan, so uh, my diet's pretty okay. But honestly, like, no, like, we don't have plungers in the toilet in Belgium or in Europe because they don't get, they don't get blocked. Like, American toilets you, are stupid. You See, don't have that space underneath the door, too, right? The door goes all the way to the floor. Yes, and the window. So nice. Oh, you're about public toilets with the yeah. space under it. Yes. And here, the windows, when it rains, when it rains and you have your window lift, all the rain oh, yeah, comes they open in. in like this. Europe, or they open they open all the way. Yeah, they, yeah, so you can crazy. have air circulating while it's raining and mm. no rain comes in your house. Like, Yes, Europe, Europe has figured out a lot of things we haven't. But, uh, and, I, and I will say that European cities are just far more beautiful than ours. I mean, it's just, 
I don't think anyone would disagree with that. I mean, we have some pretty incredible monuments and state state houses and shit, and like the the tabernacle and the and the Mormon temple are beautiful, but it's like it's the fifth time, Sky. I'm going Mormon. I'm, going Mormon. I'm, I'm counting, Karina. Karina, be careful. He's bringing another wife. If they if they allowed if they allowed, I wouldn't want the extra wives, but if they if they allowed drinking, maybe. Come on, Sky. Don't say that. No. But then you can have like so many people get you beer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They can't even drink coffee. I, I I couldn't like the 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 strictness of what they do is uh, just too hard. And, and also, I don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> also, I don't think that there's a God. So it's it'll be hard for me to go Mormon. But I appreciate that there's people out there who believe in the invisible world i know? believe in the yeah no sky daddy? yeah sky daddy yeah no i don't believe in that but i i do believe in things i can't see like i like you know i can experience things that i can't see like i can experience love i cannot see love but i can experience love right i can experience i don't know like Sometimes yes, fair enough. But like to say that emotions, I'm not talking about emotions that are provable things that you could say exist. Like we we know they exist, and we know on a scientific level why they exist. But I'm talking about like the invisible world, God. I mean, I'm I'm okay with like deep ecology and stuff, like deep ecology about the interconnectivity of all things, and and there's so many different parts of philosophy that I guess you're right, you could count as invisible, like the fact that animals have rights. Animals have rights, but that's invisible sky. Yes and no. I can understand. I can observe why animals have rights. Um, that's not the same thing as saying that there's a man in the sky who's making yeah. the red lights turn green. I know, like crystals. Crystals. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Crystals. <laughs> the crystals give me power. I don't know. Fanny, are you into the crystals? No, I'm I'm not into I mean for me it's hard and that's what I was gonna say. Like I'm not I don't believe in God per se or like the versions of gods that I've mm. heard in the religions I have experienced or heard of. Um but I do believe that I don't know that there's so much that I don't know and don't comprehend about this world, right? Like I I cannot see atoms, you know. Yeah, well, you know they exist because of scientific research. That's like a, a oh, sure, but, but science hasn't shown everything yet, and there are many things like deep down in the ocean we've never seen, we've never explored. Maybe there is other stuff around us that we don't know there is, and there is, you know. It's like so science can only show what it can show it cannot show you something that yeah. we haven't been able to actually find right yeah of course god of the gaps sorry god of the gaps have you, have you heard of the god of the gaps yeah no. go ahead tell talk about it so um so like before we knew what atoms were they were like oh it's because of god and then we figured out atoms and they're like okay but we don't know this other thing so that's definitely god and yeah. then eventually we'll find that, find out why that happened. And oh, okay, that's not God, but this has got to be God over here. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's like just because we don't know that, that means God did that until yeah. we find out 
Totally. And every, 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 every unobserved particle right now, the theoretical particle, they call it the God particle. Like we, the Higgs, the Higgs boson particle was supposed to be a God particle. And now that we've discovered the Higgs boson particle, it's like the gravitron or the plank, the plank atom or whatever they call it, the plank, um, plank, not plankton, but like it's called the plank. It's the, it's the space between things between molecules like uh plank it's like a low it's smaller than a quark it's called a plank something plank particle i think it's, plank it's was a person right i think so yeah it's yeah, the yeah. smaller smallest thing that we think exists now that's a god particle it's always like there's some i totally agree with that uh it's it's kind of ridiculous to think that there's because we don't understand something well that means jesus was well, right that's real <laughs> No, but it's ridiculous also to say that we know for sure that something won't ever be see, like experienced or seen or or, or that sure. like I'm just all I'm saying, I'm not saying God exists. I'm not saying God is responsible for what we can't explain. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there might be things still that are out there that we can call maybe God or something else because anyways, People have so many words for There's God. There's always going to be something, but here's but something. Just... Jesus isn't God. There was maybe not even a Jesus. We don't even... Plank length, smallest measurable length. Yeah, it's this tiny little... But Jesus, that doesn't mean Jesus is okay or that, that Joseph Smith had golden plates from God that he deciphered with a magical geode and that gave him the Book of Mormon. Like... Think about that for a second, right? Mormon, do you know what Mormon is? Mormon is the name of the of the angel that brought the plates to Joseph Smith. That's why we call them Mormons. It's a nickname for them. They're actually called the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints, you know, LDS. Well, the guy who wanted to have power and created something, it's like... Yeah, I mean, I found these things. Karina, for example, uh, believes that this is something that Karina believes, that... Mexicans only exist in California. She doesn't believe that there are Mexicans anywhere else. Anytime I'm like, hey, Karina, we should move to Santa Fe. She goes, no, there's no Mexicans there. I'm like, the fucking place is called New Mexico. Santa Fe is in New Mexico. Karina. They're not part of my family. Right. That's how she is. She's like, there's no brownies. There's no brownies. in, in I literally went to a restaurant today owned by Mexican people and had conversations with them and they spoke Spanish to each other. And she was, she was hundred percent Mexican descent. Absolutely. Her name was Cece. Karina, I'm with you. Don't You're move with- out of California. California is, California is expensive, man. California dream. Yeah. Um, Jesus of Nazareth was a real person. We have records from Roman writers. We don't have contemporary records of Jesus. We have things that people wrote about him later. But uh, you'd think that if he was such a big deal, they would have had records of his crucifixion. And yet there's no, no record. Sky, he can't be a real person. That doesn't mean there is a God. It's possible that this guy existed. And may or may not have, right? But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. So I'm not gonna say I wasn't there either. But I'm saying that there's no such thing as God. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Well, if there is, he hasn't found you. 
spoiler alert when you die nothing happens <laughs> that's if, it you're done is there like Jano Reeves said what happened what the matrix what do you say he said when you die the people who love you will miss you i thought that was pretty good that's pretty good when you die the people who love you will miss you there you go that's it some people might notice when i'm gone that's all there is to it so, and then when they die that's it when i'm gone someone someone else will have to talk online about animals um well i'm gonna go to uh i'm going to utah university tomorrow and they test on animals you know so that'll be fun nice are yeah, you gonna people... tell them to stop right away um, I'm, I'm mostly telling people to, I'm telling students to sign a petition to stop. Good for you. The University of Utah has egregious, let me, let me, let me read this to you because it's, it's, this is where I'm going tomorrow. The University of Utah has egregious violations of animal welfare guidelines. In 2022, PETA filed a complaint with the National Institutes of Health after it was revealed that laboratory staff's obscene incompetence and neglect had resulted in multiple animal deaths. And this is like breaking the law on the, of the things that already exist. Conducted at the University of Utah, cutting out parts of monkeys' skulls and spinal cords, gluing... Nice. More details, please. Chambers to monkey skulls, paralyzing monkeys, inserting probes into monkey okay, brains. Okay, we've we can read, and we're all vegans here. Nobody okay. wants to hear the horrors they're doing to monkeys. <laughs> this is Come where I'm on. going. I'm gonna go big test on lemurs, denying veterinary care to sick and injured animals. Okay, they're doing horrible things. Yeah, um, and this is where I'm going tomorrow. This is part of the show. I'm gonna I'm going there tomorrow to talk about animal exploitation a dog suffered from heart failure a rabbit suffocated death and a guinea pig died of an overdose two marmoset monkeys died of overheating and distress trapped in their nest box for 18 hours pretty horrible did Sorry. you hear what uh Volkswagen did to monkeys during no. the scandal no what is that uh Volkswagen so the diesel gate scandal happened like a couple of years ago they uh, were putting emission defeat uh, devices on their cars that would fake the emissions testers so that they could emit more emissions every day. But as soon as they went to go get tested, then it would um, change some parameters so that it would not emit as much emissions. Yeah. And so um, what they did was, I guess, they, they funded a study. They tried to say that um, their diesel didn't cause as much harm as people thought. So they hooked a Volkswagen. Uh, oh my God. They experiment on live monkeys, yeah. exposing them to diesel exhaust gases. They gassed them in gas chambers. And then took their lung tissues. And oh my God. It was a beetle. Yeah. Hooked them up a to beetle, a beetle yeah. while it was running. And they gassed them. Holy shit. And then after they lied, they had to, the company paid over $30 billion to settle the case in 2018 because they cheated on a mission test on their diesel models. I remember when that happened and they were they cheated on their they, – they did all sorts of things to hide the fact that their emissions tests were so bullshit. 
Yeah, man. Condemned for testing diesel fumes on humans and monkeys. They test it on humans too? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I guess Holy they test it on everybody because they put them all out into the world. Oh, my God, man. These tests on monkeys or even on humans are not ethically justifiable in any shape or form. The indignation of many people is absolutely understandable. Dieselgate. Holy shit, man. There's Angela Merkel going like, what the heck? What hath God wrought? Jeez, Louise. Well, there you go. People are appalled, and rightly so. And um, anyway, I'm going to be at University of Utah tomorrow raising awareness about animal testing. And we'll see if people will even, they'll be like, what? This happened here? They always do that. They go, what? The students, they can't believe that 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 their that their campus is testing on monkeys. That's really good that you're doing this to raise awareness. It's gonna help. And we try to get them to sign a petition saying, "Hey, we don't want this." And that's uh, they have to text. And anyone anyone listening to this can text three zero nine three three. Text the word abduct and sign the petition to stop animal testing on campuses. It's yeah. all campuses. Like this is one petition that does yeah. all of them. Yeah, it'll it'll they'll figure out where. Yeah, it's just to send to the NIH to stop funding animal tests on college campuses. Wow, eighteen three, billion three, dollars. One three three. Three zero nine three three. Three zero nine three three. All right, yeah. that's you all text. Abduct, but it was still seen as unethical with humans. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Well, guys, that's, been, that's the Sunday School. We went a little over, but uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you haven't already, please go to patreon.com slash vegan, of course, hook us up, or go to veganofcourse.net. Get yourself a T-shirt for the love of Christ. And you know what? Not for the love of Christ, because Christ you know, may or may not have existed. But you know, um, <laughs> for the love of aminals, get yourself a, a T-shirt. And, uh, and if you want to join my new page. And don't forget, her new page is at Fanulus. Fanulus on Instagram and on YouTube. On YouTube, where on November 1st, she will have some content ready for everybody. That's happening, yes. right? Yes. You promise? You're I do. Happy. Have you already started? Have you already Have you already taped it? I, I'm in the process. Mm. process. Do you have a script? It's script. Um, I'm writing all my ideas down, yeah. and I'm gonna film everything like as we go. What style is it gonna be like? Is it gonna? Yeah. So like my whole thing is going to be about veganism, environmentalism, and vegan recipes that taste like meat. Vegan. But are recipe. you gonna do like? Is it going to be like funny or is it going to be like really I, serious? Well, yeah, I want something lighthearted. That doesn't mean I want to be a pick me vegan because I'm going to talk about real topics. But I want people to feel happy and I want vegans to feel because I don't have anything against anybody who does that. And I think it's very important to share very strong images of slaughterhouses and everything, but that's just not for me. No, yours is going to be a coin purse. It's a coin purse fan appreciation. Yes. For me, it's going to be a place where you don't see horror stories. Uh, we talk about veganism, of course, but um, it's going to be uh, okay for your eyes. No footage, but... No no footage but maybe but it so it, it's going to be about recipes and having a good time as a vegan being a nice yes, nice yes exactly i love it 
Yay. That sounds great. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, nerds. And uh, thank everyone for joining. I hope you have a wonderful day, everybody. And I'll thank see you. Thank you. Did you say thank you to me just now? Thank you for having me. All right. Bisu, bisu, everybody. Bye bye. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Themselves. Well, that was another uh, installation of Vegan Sunday School. <laughs> you cringe every time I diss Jesus. I don't him. I love Jesus. All right, I want to say something for the record here. I don't diss Jesus just because I just don't know that he... Look, I tell people that I think Jesus Christ's story in the New Testament is one of the greatest stories ever told. In fact, it might be the greatest story ever told. The story of Jesus being born in a manger and becoming the king of kings is beautiful. I actually think that I'm more Jesus than most... I'm more Christian than most Christians. But, um, but this idea that it all really happened, that it all is real... It, it, I, I cringe when people think that it's actually real. Um, it's, it's an amazing lesson and a wonderful story that I think we can learn a lot about. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you have a wonderful afternoon. And tomorrow, I'll be back for Vegan Sunday School. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you. We need each other. And you know what? I know the aminals need you. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye, everybody.